Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in the show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of the Spend Life Well podcast. Today, we are continuing our conversation with Jesse and Emily Hamilton, a young, newly married couple here in Waco, Texas. They join us today in the podcast studio. Guys, thanks for coming back. I know we, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff last time, so we appreciate you spending some more time with us. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for having us again. So last time, we were kind of talking about... Um, budgets and we kind of left off there and right. we were talking about how y'all communicate so what is what's in your budget how do y'all decide every month what you're going to spend your money on so going from biggest to smallest there's obviously rent is our biggest expense um, car payments um, grocery bill eating out bill um, fund money to spend with friends we usually budget a little bit in there and then um, obviously other things just come up. So we leave a margin on top of that for other spending. And then right now, if we have anything left over, that'll go to savings. But living off of one, one and a half incomes is a little bit tougher. With everything that you just mentioned there, and I would say, hey, that's quite normal. That's quite common. What has been the hardest to, because there's a couple lines items in there that are probably a little bit harder to plan forward. Which has been the most difficult to, to apply for? I know we're just coming out of COVID-19. There probably wa- wasn't as much hanging out with friends, going out to eat, entertainment type things. But what has been the hardest to plan? I mean, the hardest has definitely been the eating out and going out with friends and even grocery bills. I mean, that changes week to week depending on how often we're home. Mm-hmm. But um, rent was in those ones are more stable. Actually, our water bill, too. That our water bill is crazy. It's very expensive. It's I mean, it's more than our electricity most months. So that's been interesting. So it's it's consistent. It's just consistently high. It's not. Yeah, we, we okay. had budgeted it to be a lot smaller than it is. So when you come to a place of, okay, I'm almost at the end of the month and I know how much we've spent already. Where do you put the brakes on if you see you're going to go a little bit beyond what you planned? It's also in terms of cash flows. Might get a little too business major here, but money coming in, money going out. Hang um, on, everybody. we're going to talk finance the paydays are obviously twice a month and so that's when the money comes and the money goes out at different times than that so Ah. yeah i also because i had been working and doing my bills for a year on my own i had figured out okay when we start what bills do i want to put at the beginning of the month and what bills do i want to have at the end of the month so that i can we're not spending everything at the beginning of the month and then left with nothing so um, splitting bills like making our electricity at the end of the month versus rent at the beginning and my car payment at the end of the month. And so we can kind of even it out there. She's definitely better at um, the scheduling the bills than I am. Okay. And right. That is called financial planning, yes. folks, to think through the things Cash. and actually follow through with the system. Cash flow management. <laughs> so do, do you all incorporate any type of giving or, or are there things that are important to you that you support? Yes, very much. Emily, you want to cover that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I budgeted and we tithe a percentage every month um, and we give back in that way. And then we kind of evaluate each month where we're at and how much if we can maybe give a little bit more to something else or back to the church. Or So, yeah. Okay. So, so giving is important to you. That's a, that's a thing. Now, it, 
did you all learn this growing up from your parents? Is it something that you both believe spiritually is important? What? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, we both believe that that's what we're called to do, and uh, it's really important for us to give, and be, because generosity is going to pay it forward for us. Yeah, and I think we both grew up with our parents giving back, and I would watch my parents tithe every week, and then at the end of the year, there was always a, a bigger um, supplement there that they would give a little bit more. So okay, good, good. So do you do you all kind of? Um, uh, have a certain target goal for savings and things? Do you all have an emergency fund? Uh, what What are your immediate, uh, beyond just kind of deciding how to spend every every dollar, but what are some of your uh, short-term goals for saving? So, yes, we are working on it. And right now, the pond is a little shallow because of where we are in our life, but uh, we do plan to uh, have an emergency fund that's going to grow more as we get more income. And uh, we have one now, and we feel secure in that, but we'd still like it to be a little bit bigger. Okay, good, good. Um, so uh, how do you all handle when you, uh, and I know y'all are just not even married six months, y'all, y'all agree on everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're even looking at each other right now. It's kind of it's kind of sick. Uh, but the, 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 when you're newly married, there's not many conflicts and things, but you will. Uh, how, how are y'all going to work through that? Or have you talked about that? Well, we have worked on our conflict resolution before the wedding, and obviously in day-to-day, we, we're working on it. And so I think we've built some skills non-financially dealing with disagreements and arguments that will serve us well. Um, but something I think we both would agree on is that we need to be better about praying about our finances together because uh-huh. we have not uh-huh. spent a lot of time doing that together. We do it. Um, about huge things like school and um, where to live, that kind of thing. But we need to we need to really dive in and pray more about our day to day expenses and where our savings are going to come from and how they're going to grow. It, it's hard to it's hard to fathom that our God cares about even the most minute detail. Yes, in our lives. So yeah, that's good. That's a that's a good goal to have. But um, anything else about? argument resolution Emily um I would say you hit it all I mean yeah just learning um to pray about it together and talk about it and have those discussions now y'all set some boundaries a little bit about you know what you can spend yes. without consulting one another I think you said yes one we time. have um so for right now we've set the bar at fifty dollars okay we're spend more than that we're going to talk about it beforehand so okay. that if you pull up the app and you see a deduction that's bigger than that, we know we both know about it. Yeah. Right. No surprises, no $100 deductions for anything so, else. So complete transparency with you guys. Not, mm-hmm. you know, you don't keep a stash of cash and in your wallet or you don't have a separate credit card. It's now the time to get this out, Jesse, because, yeah. it, you know, once <laughs> once you leave this room, you can't. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't easy for me. I, I didn't love the idea of combining all of our our money and our finances oh really because i've i've been really serious about my saving and my budgeting for my entire life ever since i was little started working uh, it's been important to me and so i really felt a lot of pride about that and then allowing our finances to be combined was just a little bit difficult okay well now wait a minute i you all can't see this in the podcast world i wish we had cameras in here (laughs) when he was saying that Emily is pointing yes. at her ring. I want to know what now, that's about. I want to know what that's about. All right. 
well, we were joking that he had a really good savings account before we got married. And then he decided we were going to get engaged. And so most of his savings account went to my engagement ring. Okay. And now I wear it. <laughs> All right. Well, good thing is we didn't lose that money. It's just in a different form, right? And the ring does appreciate it, but you will never sell it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, okay. So it wasn't that you were planning from five to buy an engagement ring for Emily. It was... No, but I was planning for a couple of years. Just I was working summers and working odd jobs and stuff, building it up. So so when when was that moment where you said I'm glad I was saving that money for an engagement um, ring? Well, when I went to the jeweler and signed my name on a check for the biggest amount I've ever written, um, that's <laughs> when I was happy. <laughs> All right, that's great. That's great. So so we, you've got some boundaries, you've got some guardrails in place for spending that you're not gonna if it's gonna be more than fifty dollars, which I think is great. Uh, I know that my wife and I did that when, when and we still do that today. We don't just go willy-nilly it's a little bit higher number nowadays but but it's still it's there's guardrails and we're going to talk to each other uh about those things and i I really can appreciate that and that's a great thing to have i I love the fact that y'all are praying about things or want to pray more about even minute decisions and things not that you're not that you're trying to to get permission uh uh from god to to do that necessarily uh, but more along the lines of you you want to, uh, I think, from what I've heard you say, is you want to glorify God with those decisions. And sure. Things. Open communication with Emily and open communication with God about it. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and I remember, too, always being taught, like from my youth pastor and stuff, that if somebody looks at your bank account, they should be able to see where your priorities lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good one. So you may not have come to you know, this end of the guardrail yet, but you're spending within those limits that you've given each other. What happens if one of you goes over that guardrail? We don't eat for a week. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or um, Jesse won't eat for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'll eat white rice for a week. No. Okay. Um, we haven't set a specific consequence. I, has either of us broken that? I mean, I spent, I bought an Xbox yesterday, but I told you about that. Yeah. Well, I think right now we're lucky because we both have had birthdays in the last couple of months. Yeah, that so was your mad money, and y'all agreed <laughs> yeah. it beforehand, so th- nothing was violated there. Uh, the guys, I, I can already see a lot of good things happening in your relationship. I'm, I wouldn't worry too much. Will you slip up and and break that rule in the future? Probably, okay? But the fact that you're talking about it now, you've kind of set those guardrails in place, you and you want to honor that, not only just for the commitment that you made before God, but just the commitment to each other, those are all good things. And 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 I would just want to stress that the fact that you just have those guardrails in place, that's the most important thing just as far as your finances are concerned because it just kind of keeps you grounded. And, and I guarantee you that whenever you're tempted to do that thing, and Matt, I don't know about you, but a lot of times it's like, you know, today's our anniversary, right? And if we had a $50 rule and I want to go buy some nice flowers, I'm probably going to break that rule, right? Uh, but that's also a good thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's accept- excusable. I would be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, that's great. And I'm glad y'all are doing that. And that's that's wonderful. So Matt, let's, let's quiz them a little bit on long-term goal setting and things, because yep. I think that's real important. Nice. So you, you talked about a lot about short-term things. We talked about, yep. okay, your highest payment down to your, to your lowest payment. You talked about cars, you know, still in school, 
what happens beyond school and really what happens before you finish school? What long-term goals have you talked about? Maybe, hey, this is what we'd like to do versus, hey, at some point we're going to need to do this. What has been top of conversation uh, with you guys there? So um, starting off talking about our debt, we would obviously love to pay off that car as soon as possible. So we're on schedule to get that out of the way within about a year and a half, which would be awesome. And then leaving school in the first couple of years, I'm going to have uh, a small amount of student debt that I'm going to have to keep paying towards. And one of our goals is to get rid of both of those debts within two to three years. And then at that point, a longer term goal for us would be to be able to buy a house and uh, just create that future for us. So you mean you specifically know when you're going to have that car paid off? You mean you've done the math of when that will be paid down? Yes, we have. Wow. <laughs> Thinking through everything. So how are you going to do that? And, and I say that tongue-in-cheek, you want to be able to have put a down payment on a house eventually. I don't know if you have that specific time frame, but what are you going to do now, between now and then, to be able to do that? We've, I mean, we've talked about when Jesse graduates um, from graduate school, us both working for a period of time and being really diligent in saving one of our incomes and since we've learned how to only live on one income so far of using those tools to do the same thing and save one of our incomes so that we can pay off um, student loans and then we can pay off the car and then we can start saving for a down payment on a house. And so, uh, obviously, while keeping all your other expenses to a minimum so that you can't right. have the extra stuff going on to do that. Um, I think just the fact that you guys can put those into words that quick and, and have thought about it, thought about the steps that you need to take now all the way till the point where you want to accomplish that goal, I think that is huge. Um, and hearing, I guess, your, your stories of, of how you communicate has, has mm -hmm. only been a good thing. Yeah, have you all sensed a theme here about t money and Talking, communication, <laughs> talking. talking about it. You, you you may disagree with one another from time to time, and, and you will. I can guarantee it. Um, but you're you're you've formed a basis for communicating and how to work through it, and that's great. I think that's awesome. So before we wrap up today, I think there's got to be um, in your six short months of marriage. Mm -hmm. Has there been any stories? Any. Uh, arguments or any kind of situations that you've been in that you've experienced that uh, that would be fun to share with us today? Well, I can think about specifically our honeymoon. Yeah. Um, we, we obviously wanted to go on a nice honeymoon and enjoy that time together after the wedding. And we had the option to um, have some family and friends help us with that. But we decided that we wanted to pay for that on our own. So we went for not as not as nice of a honeymoon, but we were able to pay for it with our own money. So we're pretty proud of that. But we not, not necessarily agreed fully about that. I didn't think it was a bad thing to let some people help and maybe do oh, a little okay. bit more yeah. of an extravagant <laughs> honeymoon. But I'm very thankful for the fact that we ended up doing it all on our own. And um, we did an all-inclusive, which was nice, too, because I didn't want to worry about budgeting on the honeymoon. I didn't want to have to say, you know, the waiter comes to the table and says, would you like an appetizer? And I go, well, I don't know. Can we? Well, we've and gone over our budget. Yeah. Have, have we yeah. figured out if we can <laughs> afford it or not? You know, so Lots that was the things nice. you were thinking about when we hunt yeah, your honeymoon. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're obviously looking forward to the days where we're both going to have full-time income, and that's going to be really nice. And 
one thing that we did say is that in the future, when we can afford it, we're going to go all out. And uh, we wanted to go to Hawaii. So we're going to make Hawaii happen sometime soon. Cool. Nice. Wow. Well, you learn how to be uh, successful in in the short-term things. And like you're saying, you're both not full-time right now. Um, And you learn how to be successful now. It'll only set you up for more success later uh, when you have more resources. So um, that is a good thing. Um, Any other fights or fun stories you want to I guess impress us with or make us laugh with yeah um I was actually home I'm originally from California and I was home last weekend with my family and uh my dad the first thing he asked me with a smile and a laugh was so any big fights you guys have had Ah. and just the fact that he was excited to hear about that I was like I don't know if this is a good thing (laughs) but uh it was it was reassuring and nice to be able to tell him well I don't know there's maybe only been one big one I can think of and it wasn't financially related but (laughs) (laughs) we'll save that for a different podcast yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) all right guys well thank you so much for coming in a couple of times and and uh uh, visiting with us about your journey you know it's the beginning of a lifetime journey uh dealing with all sorts of different things and and financial aspects are just one of those things and the reason we love talking to, to couples about money is I mean, that's one of the stats that's out there. The number one reason people yeah. uh, right. get divorced is are fights and disagreements over money. And I don't know about you, Matt. I'm not a licensed therapist or anything, but it sounds like they're on the right path. Oh, yeah. I, I'm impressed that, that I think you said it earlier, the constant theme of communication uh, keeps coming up. And just the fact that you're able to talk about things, think things through, put it down as more than just a dream and have a plan on how to get there. I mean, that requires a lot of communication. The fact that you're doing it so well so early, I think only puts you in a better place uh, compared to a lot of people that we talk to that come in the office who've been married for years. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they struggle with that. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It's pretty, really kind of you guys. Um, it's been great chatting with you, and we, uh, thanks for having us on. All right, everybody. That's, the, that's a wrap for today's podcast. Join us next time when we pick up some additional financial topics and how uh, we integrate our faith and finances, and we'll see you next time.